fucking car and it takes us places. We're not dealing with like a whole lot of like real, 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 super real shit. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't exist. And if you ever are confronted with just raw data, just like how the world really is, it will fuck some people up. You know, this is a friends with MJ first too yeah so then meeting Keon I was like this is funny but when I met Keon it was like when we would go down to JMU yeah oh and then, yeah and so like I met party Keon but yeah. even party Keon was like the one memory I have of him was like he was drunk one night <laughs> sitting on the couch <laughs> and he's just stunting on the phone like yeah I got my I got my <laughs> I got my Jordans on right now you know so yeah we just we <laughs> I'm like, bro, it is 3 a.m. Why are you flexing right now? Like, who are you Who are you flexing to? <laughs> yeah, I got my Jordans on right now. You know, I was, yeah, I got a little fresh tonight. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Having to tell somebody what you stepped out in is fucking, on the phone is fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's not even FaceTime. Like, it's just on the phone, regular call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was fresh. Oh. So that was like one of my early memories of him. That shit oh. was funny. Keon, uh, one of my early uh, memories of him is there was a dude on the bus. So I guess we rode the same bus at some point in time. And we were riding home. And this this white dude, his name was Zach. Mm. And he, for, for whatever reason, probably because cause he wasn't the type to pick fights. So it was probably because MJ was talking some shit to him or like, you know, yeah. trying to get a rise out of him. And... He got a rise out of Zach. The thing is, is that Zach was definitely like two or three years older than him at this point in time. Like he was definitely more than capable of beating the shit out of MJ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are hyping it up because that's what happens on the bus. Yeah. And Keon, he didn't say a fucking word the whole ride. Like he didn't say one word. And then everybody got off the bus and it was about to be a fight. Like everyone was about to crowd around. And as soon as Zach walked up to MJ, you just saw a fucking arm come around and yank him up and like put him in a chokehold. And it was fucking Keon behind him. Damn. And put this kid in a chokehold and pretty much just like walked him backwards and told him to relax and fucking tossed him to the side. And like that was one of my first, like that was, that's, that was, and that's Keon. That's actually low key smart though. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I stay out the way, I'm gonna let him deal with it. And if something really pops off, I'm gonna be here. Oh yeah, yeah. So when you say take care of it, yeah, because yeah. he didn't get, yeah. let it get to the point right. of him physically taking right. care of it. But it's just like, yo, back the fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. So that yeah, that was that was one of mine. Because yeah. I was like, oh shit, like we're about to see a fight, and then Big Brother Keon came and squashed all that shit. So yeah, yeah that was that. Um, yeah, Mikey, just just keep all this. We're, we're recording. Oh, right we're now. live. Yeah, we're recording now. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah, I I decided literally this episode. I was like, I'm. I'm done doing intros. Why? I was waiting for the intro. Yeah, I know. Welcome to the Any Last Words podcast. It's your boy, (laughs) Erlani Hooks. It's your boy. (laughs) Go ahead. You want to finish the rest? I'm uh, featuring featuring Muhammad. Featuring Muhammad? Not OVOMO. Not OVOMO. Yeah. Uh, We are on episode... 140. 140. Does the, the God in you honor the God in each and every one of them? What is that? Oh, 
Okay, that's usually what I, that's usually what I say at the very end of the spiel. Uh, I never okay, don't yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, no. So the reason being is because usually, well, no, every single oh, you're talking time about on the on the on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, I was like, for you to not know that at the end, of it, I was like, that's weird. You've never, oh, you've like, never heard me. No, say I that. thought I thought you were saying that as in like it was a, like a, a saying or like. Oh no, yeah. no, just me. Okay, just okay, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've heard you plenty say that plenty of times. Uh, every time. Yeah. <laughs> so because usually when people come on, I'm already having a conversation with them beforehand, yeah. and then I realized. Like, are people tensing up? Well, well, one that's yeah, that's for sure. Because again, it's 140 episodes for me, but it could be number one for them. For them. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. a completely different thing. Yeah. But no, mostly because I'm here to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and then for us to be having a conversation, and me cut from that conversation to then introduce some shit that people already know because they click the link to get here. Yeah. Right, like they, like they know the things. Yeah. So let's just have the conversation. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll still give you the, the music so do, and the. Do, do all we the... have an agenda, or are we just like? Who like, you and I? Yeah. Or are you just? Nah, like, are we just I feel like we would. One, I've never really had that sort of agenda, yeah. but I feel like we would. Well, I mean, kind of. I see what you mean. Like, there's yeah. is there like you usually some have like a general like idea of where you want the conversation to go but you're always open for it to go any in any lane oh is that how so so it seems as though i'm open. this is much more calculated than it actually is so it seems as though i have like a place that i I'm, think ultimately like if the conversation isn't going where you want it to go you kind of um, kind of like a teacher you're like oh you're on the right track <laughs> <laughs> you know but like Let's 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 bring it back over. Let's bring it back a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, okay, that's that's really funny. I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you something that has recently like a new level of happiness in my life. Okay, right. We can start there because it has to do with what you just said. Yeah, which is you kind of stating that I control conversations to some degree. <laughs> like yeah. I dr- like drive them. Yeah. Um, and you know, regardless of if that's true or not in in any sort of sense, because I'm certain it happens. I'm, I'm like, I'm certain it happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if we have to stay on track or if there's something that we're trying to get to, but now mm-hmm. we're like kind of getting off, yeah. whatever the case is. Sure. I, I don't, I definitely don't want ever to seem like I'm, like I'm only willing to talk about the things that I want to talk about. And if the person in front of me is not talking about that thing, then I yeah. manipulate it into talking about nah. it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe no, it no, sounds no, like you don't. That. No, you're, that's what I'm saying. Like you're very liberal when it comes to that. It's like yeah. whatever you have on your mind. Mm-hmm type of thing and so okay so now that has even more correlation to what to this big idea that i've just like Mm -hmm. stumbled upon um i've just been like before hanging out with people or even just having small exchanges with them i've been i've been able to enjoy people much much more than ever before in my life and i and i've like given a lot of thought to this because someone was asking me if I ever feel like super fucking drained after having like a bunch of conversations with people. Yeah. Like, don't you ever feel like you've given too much? Or you just feel like maybe you're taking on too much. Mm-hmm. You just whatever whatever makes you feel drained. Doesn't that happen? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that. Like, I don't, I don't. Like, I know what you're talking about, but that's not how I perceive things. And they're like, what about when you're having negative exchanges with people? Mm-hmm. Like the conversations you're having are negative. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have those. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't have ne- negative experiences 
like conversations with people. Like, what are you, like, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. And I had to think about that. Now, it came down to, I feel like there's a whole lot of anxiety attached to and things that just get in the way in general of you just enjoying someone as they are. And a lot of it has to do with things like wanting to um, convert them from their way of thinking to your way of thinking. Yeah. Or you want, and that's really at the core of it, because then it could be because I want you or this person to like me, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever the case is, but you have some sort of stock, or I wish that, again, they would be a better person, or I wish that they would, it's these expectations of what you wish they would see or perceive or something like that. There, there, there must be at, at least bare minimum something like that that keeps people from just simply enjoying them for that person. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll even go even deeper into this to like sort of hammer down this point. We were talking about therapy. Okay. And we've had people on here before, and I've talked to plenty of people that say it's it's so easy to go to therapy because you're talking to a third party. They don't know shit about you. Right. You just let it all Like, out. you feel like they don't have any expectations of who you ought to be. But when you go back to your family and your friends, it's not. Now you have all these people that look at you these different ways. So that's kind of like the heart of what it is I'm talking about. I feel like I either highly lessened or just stopped looking to resist whatever it is that the person had for me. Meaning there is no motive. I don't need to have this person like me. Right. So that's something that's huge that just gets people acting weird in exchanges. Mm -hmm. Like I want this person to like me. So therefore I have to do X, Y, and Z. So you start acting weird. Or again, I want you to believe the thing that I believe. So I have to try to get, I have to try to say whatever it is I can say in a way that will convince you to think the way that I do. Yeah. Right? That's people trying to bully ideologies into your mind space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so on and so forth. Just whatever it is that comes up about you that I'm having a hard time dealing with. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if those things fade away, then you're just dealing with that person and you can give them that sort of energy the same way a therapist might a new client that walks in. Like, I don't know anything about you. I have no real stock in you. You doing the things that you do, like, it's not really going to affect my life. And even if it was, like a therapist, people don't change by me telling you what to do or who to be. Like, that's not how the growth happens. It has to feel like it came from you. So we have to have conversations that make these things sort of bubble up in your mind, in your psyche, and then you can decipher what it is you want to do. But like people just pointing and be like, you know, you should be this type of person or you should break up with that dude. He's a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Or like you should quit that job. Like they treat you like shit at that job. You can make more over here. Like people don't usually learn like that. Yeah. Right. It's usually like a series of conversations and experiences that mm-hmm. change these things inside of people that get them to move forward. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm just like walking into a lot more conversations and I'm just, I'm not resisting at all who that person is. And it it allows me to enjoy them so much more. And I think also on the other side, what you're talking about is being so liberal with whatever the conversation is. I think that has a lot to do with it. For the fact that I'm not holding you to be like a certain person or do do that thing you usually do. Come on, man. Like make (laughs) us, make us laugh or 
be real cool, Mo. Like that's what you're here to do. Yeah. Be, like, but that's what I was gonna say though. Is with you, you're you're you just you don't come off as a judgmental person. Mm. So I, I think there's like several layers with everything you just said. Like one, the person that you're talking to, how you have to be comfortable with them, and so because it kind of goes twofold, right? Like the, when that individual that you were talking to said, "What do you mean you don't have bad conversations?" Right? With you, you're comfortable in your own skin, who you are, you know, whether it's something bad, good, whatever it is, like you're comfortable expressing that. You're an expressive person. Mm. A lot of people aren't, mm. or they want to be expressive, but they're worried about that expectation that you were just talking about. So I think that's that's part of the issue is people aren't gonna give you their, their full selves. They're not just gonna sit there and Say, hey, this is me. Yeah. This is who I am at the core, because they're worried about what that person's gonna think. Mm. But if you kind of come off early on, like, you know, I'm, you know, hey, like, I don't judge here. I mean, a lot of people say that, right? But like, you, you are, you still kind of yeah, judge yeah, yeah. on some level, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's sure. very few people. I don't want to say a few people, but it's there's a lot less people in this world where you you can kind of just open up to them, mm. and they're really gonna be there and take you for who you are in that moment, right? And I think it, but it just, I, I, it goes on both ends. Like that person has to be receptive of it, but the person also that's, you know, if they're the one with the issue that they want to speak on, they have to be able to let it all out without feeling like, oh, well, this actually happened, but I know this person might think somewhat of me, something of me. So I'm going to have to change the way a situation happened in the story mm -hmm. to make them feel like, oh, I'm not. You know, yeah, yeah, for such sure. Such a bad guy, yeah. or, you know. Yeah, white lies are told all the time. The time yeah. Just, just imagine yeah. like how many lies people tell you yeah. a day. Like, and they're just again the smallest ones, like little tweaks. Yeah. Of just like, <laughs> of just what happened when they went to the store. Like yeah. they're just gonna, they're going to tell small yeah. lies and that, and it's it, it probably doesn't need to happen, but yeah. it's like, but in order for them, like you said, to come up as the optimum version right. of them in the story, yeah. you got to tell it that. I'm way. I'm getting a lot better at that because all my life I've always taken anything at face value mm. so if you tell me something and i still do it but i'm getting better at deciphering through it and reading through it like okay like you really just bullshit right yeah. <laughs> but really <laughs> no but like because like I, I a lot of times i get the short end of the stick someone tells me something it could be at work it could be personal family really whatever it is like someone will tell me something and i'm like all right cool like that's it right. i'm not gonna like think too deeply of it that's what yeah. he said all right cool <laughs> right <laughs> but like I would say within the past year, I'm like, nah. You've been seeing some yeah, people lying. Like, yeah, I'm like, bro, this is a blatant lie. But I just looked right past it because I was like, all right. Like, that's just who I am as a person. Right, right. So now, like, sometimes I think back to, like, old conversations or, like, situations. Even just, like, a few weeks ago, there was a situation that happened. But I was thinking about it earlier today. It's funny that we're talking about this. But I was like, that motherfucker was just, just like, straight up lying. I just let him have it. And in their mind, they might they got not. got off. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> Just a, ooh, I like, lied yeah. to that nigga. Like, he don't even know like, that I'm not but, that tight. <laughs> but, you know. That's crazy. It, but I, I think that uh, the way it was funny, because I was talking about this show on here the other day. Um, what's this fucking dream show I've just been watching on Netflix? The Sandman. Mm -hmm. And there was a point in it where the Sandman or the King of Dreams was trying to explain something to a mere mortal man. Okay. Right. And this mere mortal man was trying to get his hands on like this ruby that was going to allow him to spread truth amongst the whole world. But what happens when you spread nothing but truth and 
into people, it gets extremely primal. And people revert to things like, well, if we're being super honest, then you're going to get a lot of violence and a lot of sex. Yeah. Like if you break yeah. all pathways and all walls of just like civility, mm-hmm. right, then people are going to get to fucking and killing. Yeah. And the King of Dreams was telling them, all right, I understand that you want this world to be truthful because clearly that guy, that villain, came from a long line of liars and he hated lying. Mm-hmm. So he got his hand on this fucking ruby so he could try to spread truth throughout the world. That was his whole thing. And the same man's telling him, listen, I understand where you come from and like why you want truth spread throughout the world. But what you don't understand is that what you call lies and deceit a lot of the time are really aspirations. There are people that, in some way you could put it, lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. We call it fake it till you make it. Yeah. Right? You're lying to yourselves. You're trying to create some sort of delusion that you are a better person or that you're the type of person that makes a certain type of decision. Mm-hmm. So even though you're not actually that person, you try to at least start thinking it so that hopefully you might do that thing right. that you say that you want to do, right? So it's like the ambitions have to start, or that good practice has to start somewhere, it has to start with ambition, mm-hmm. it has to start with the thought of actually doing the thing. And so a lot of the times that's what people are just trying to do. They're lying to you, yes. And is it, from your standpoint, probably the stupidest fucking thing ever for them to be lying about this? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But to them, that shit, like their status or whatever it is that they're trying to uphold and sustain means something dear to them mm. and so they're trying to just be that person that's so, i never thought of thought of it that way yeah. that's like their starting point is like all right it's a i know it's not true but i'm telling myself it's true yeah yeah and this is yeah like that's who this, i like this, i'm gonna tell this story but like the way it's enough i think about it like that's not really who i want to be yeah who i want to be is someone that's slightly better and it's not a complete lie like i'm not yeah. lying about i'm not making a complete fabrication yeah. You know, like, what's it going to hurt if I just tweak these small little things in here instead of just going in and getting the oatmeal? You know, I walked the old lady across the street on the way over there. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, that's kind of like a wild lie. Like, that's to be like I was going to the store and then I like I walked an old lady across the street when, in fact, there was no old lady. Now you're doing too much. But, you know, yeah, I look at it. I can see it definitely that way. Aspirations. But that's where a lot of this... um, these ideas have been coming to me like from like this 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 place of becoming more and saying this word it's 31 is funny but like more of like an elderly being yeah. like like growing through age when did you turn 31 by the way january 4th okay how was it how how did you feel when you turned 30 cuz i just turned 30 last week i didn't i've been having mixed feelings oh wait hold on a second let me think 2021 age 30 i definitely felt like okay yeah that's actually a good question i yeah i definitely felt like my brain clicked on like it definitely felt like i started taking way more things into account into consideration that i just wasn't before that's a that's a definite fact okay in all aspects of life yeah yeah i just felt like there was just another level and do you think that that was you kind of telling yourself hey i'm this age now i'm 30 like i need to pay attention to these things i'm or? really not that guy i mean it could have been deeply deeply subconscious but i don't give a shit about like those types of years because i don't conceptualize time that way yeah, yeah. because 
You know, I fucking hate when there's like a really good line and someone says it in a really nice, like very articulate way yeah. that shed light that sheds light on something amazing. And then hold on a second, let me make sure I do. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> It wasn't on. What was it on? Record. No, it was on. Oh. Let me see if it was on. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. All right, we're back. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah, people's lines and fuck stuff up. Amazing line that's been taken and just fucking trampled over. We're on two different types of time. Mm-hmm. Like my 24 hours and your 24 hours are different. Right. Those lines. It all starts with this idea of with time comes wisdom, with age comes wisdom. I don't I don't necessarily believe in that because I find a bunch of super old people that are, are completely unwise. Mm-hmm. Right. It happens right. all the time. Right. So that alone can't be true, which means that with time comes the opportunities to experience things and learn lessons from them, which would give you wisdom. Yeah. But if you don't learn things from those, then age doesn't give you wisdom. It just gives you age yeah. and bitterness, probably. Yeah. So... So, so, so the thing for sure. So the thing is, is if we're both sitting down and we're like told to do something and we both have an hour to do that thing, Mm -hmm. but I have hyper focus and concentration in that thing and you're just kind of like skimming over it. You really don't care to fucking be doing whatever that thing is that we're doing. Mm -hmm. That hour, my hour and your hour are going to be two completely different hours. For sure. Like in that hour. I experienced much more than you did with this thing mm-hmm. that we were supposed to be focusing on. And so therefore, I'm going to come out of it with a completely different hour's worth of wisdom and knowledge from that thing. Right. And life is nothing but those series of moments. Right. And this is why I've been really, really interested in, in like immortal beings like vampires and shit. Like mm-hmm. this is really what I think about because I really mm-hmm. think about who someone would be if they got to live hundreds of years. Like, who would you grow to be? Like, I really, really think about that shit. Because I think that there is a way, because I don't like thinking about too many things that you can't, like, practically do something with. Like, it's not applicable. And this doesn't seem like it's applicable. It's like, you know, you're talking about being immortal. How is that applicable? This is how. Because I think that there is a way to live longer, quote unquote. You live fuller. So, again, we have the same amount of time. But I'm treating my time completely different than yours, meaning I'm seeing more frames of experience than you are, meaning I'm gaining more opportunities within those frames of time in order to reap things from them, Mm -hmm. meaning I'm living kind of longer, kind of fuller. Like, you you understand what I'm saying? And so that I think that's how you get like wiser people or people that seem like we call them old souls, like they've been around for a long time. I think a lot of that could be one. It could be a thing. I don't know what I don't know what happens with souls and none of that shit. Mm-hmm. But it could be a thing. But it also could be that there are certain people on the planet that just that just have much more of a focus in the frame by frame moment nature of life that gives them more wisdom and like as if they haven't been here with you the whole time. Like we're the same age. You can just be 
two completely different types of people when it comes to in regards of sagehood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I, I think I think that it's it's that's why I love just sitting back and, and talking to people and listening to yeah. them because every time someone's talking, like they're giving away so much, and you're mm-hmm. talking about now trying to read these things from people as they're speaking to you, yeah. reading between the lines, reading between the lies, all this sort of shit, and you just sit back and you just watch them. And I think you just gain a certain education doing that that you don't get doing anything else, like any anything else. And if you sit and you just watch people long enough and you focus in a way that they'll never be able to know that you're focusing that hard, right. but like you'll just be taking in so much data. It, like it's just like I said, it's just the education you don't get anywhere yeah. else. No, that's that's a hundred percent facts. I, mean, I agree <laughs> with everything that you just said. It's <clears throat> I was uh I was talking to someone the other day and it's like you can have somebody relatively young. Well the, the individual I was talking to, he's 20, he's early 20s, right? So I'm giving him some advice on something. And um you know, he was like, "Man, like that's so smart. Like I never I gave him, you know, my feedback, but he's like, "Man, that's so smart. I never thought of it that way." Like you're like you know, I wish I was that smart. I was like it's not about being smart. Mm. It's like really like what you just said, it's about experience. So right. if I don't learn from my previous experience, that's the one thing I have over that individual at that at that moment is I've been we all go through right. similar cycles, right? Mm. They just kind of they're just different in, in, in certain nuances. But if I don't give them that feedback in my experience, then what am I what am I doing? Right. Like I'm <laughs> like I'm not offering anything, right? Right. Like it, this isn't something that you can go search on Google or you can read in a book and figure out the answer that you you know that you want. Right. This is a real life experience, and you need someone that's been through that. So yes, I always say like, anytime I'm going through something, and that's why I like having friends that are in different age ranges right. because I can get someone that's you know relatively my age or younger their perspective on something. But I'm always consult someone that's older than oh jeez yeah i have to yeah and yeah they might i can kind of be like all right they're being that old guy get off my lawn type of thing at the same time but but there's something something to take from what yeah, they have to something say there, yeah. yeah so i think that is very vital to have i think everyone should have someone i always try to keep like a coach mm. in my life at yeah. all times like whether it comes to like work or just personal life, some but again it has to be someone older because I want to take their advice, mm-hmm. take you know who I, my friends are my age that are my age and you know kind of just put that together, bridge the gap in, in between the two and you know and make the best decision from there. Yeah, I mean you definitely want to feel like, yeah, I mean you you because some people are just going to talk some crazy shit and have no fucking idea what it is they're yeah. talking about and you have to be wary of those things even <laughs> if you respect that person yeah. um but yeah i guess that is what's great about having a large group of friends is yeah. you have like a large council yeah. you can like hear it from a bunch of different perspectives it's always funny too the people that like my single friends yeah my friends that are married or in relationships oh my goodness you know like you it's funny how i in my head before i give make the phone call i already know I kind of have a sense of what the answer is going to be, mm. but it's funny kind of just like seeing the two perspectives. That's <laughs> See man, see that's that's what's interesting because um someone was asking me the other day all all these thoughts that I've been thinking about have both come from 
two two lovely ladies I've had the pleasure of having conversations with these two last nights. Um, and the the first one was asking me if if I've been as impressed by another human being just face to face as I have with myself. Now, Damn. this can go in an extremely yeah. narcissistic route, yeah. right? This can be this. That's, that's why I slowed it down this way. So we can we can all hear this together, right? Because it seems it seems like wow. Um, now we have to break down some things. One, impress means a lot of things. So I think that there, uh, everyone I meet, they're all good at something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. They ha- like you just you have to be. And I was gonna say that's a good thing. Yeah, like you're a human. There's going to be something that you know that you do or that you can just feel out better than I can. So I'm impressing people in that way. Mm-hmm. I, But this idea, one, it's linked to what you said earlier about me not seeming so judgmental. Even though there have to be some sort of judgment, uh, judgment calls made because then that just means that I'd be friends with anybody yeah. at any point in time. Just be a fool and, at that point. Yeah, you, I'm just walking around yeah. like doing whatever. You, like some people, you can't have around, right? So clearly, the judgment calls. But I think that I, I understand. I do a really, really good job of understanding where people come from. Mm. It's extremely easy for me to shift perspectives. Yeah. Like, like it's not even. Like that is that is gear one. Like that is the default. Mm-hmm. Is as soon as an idea even arises from someone or something I read or I see, I immediately start shifting perspectives and trying to look at it from different ways. Every single time. Yeah. And so what she was asking about truly was this idea of being open minded. And I haven't really given being open minded a super, super close look um, recently in life and like really thought about how much it means to me to be able to feel like an open-minded person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to interject for a second. Go for it. When, so when you say open-minded, mm-hmm. do you have certain things? Are, are you saying that you're open-minded about everything? Or, and, and you're kind of just up for it you know, to be swayed in any direction. You have your, you have the, your, the way you feel about it, but you're open to be swayed in any direction. Or is it, hey, do you have a few hardline things where you, I'm not going to be open-minded about? Uh, well, okay, so open-minded has to be um, defined then, right? Because yeah. you're saying if I'm not going to be open-minded or not about it. So um, it, it means to me, and I think this is sort of like my, the last statement I had, which is, I, I don't have to subscribe to it. I don't have to adopt it. I don't have to try to galvanize that idea with mm-hmm. troops. I don't I like I don't need to do, I don't even need to be your friend. We don't have to be around. But what I'm saying is I do a really really good job at understanding why a perspective is even a perspective. Okay. Like that's yeah. what like that's what I mean. Yeah. Like you could like you could be a racist person and say, hey, I'm a racist person. 
and try to give me the bullet points as to why that's the case or why you feel that way. Yeah. I'm going to have a pretty good understanding as to why you're that way. Yeah. Not that I think, and this is where the resistance has been alleviated out of my life. Mm. Because I don't feel like, one, I have to try to get you to not be that way. Yeah. Right? I don't think that I need to now, again, adopt your thing. Like I, Like, I don't need to do that. I'm just... I'm seeing you, and this is what you're saying, and I'm going to, if I need to, try to ask questions to get further into yeah. into that idea. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, in that asking of questions, you might realize that you don't quite make sense or know what it is that you're talking about. And so now what I'm giving is called the gift of doubt. Mm -hmm. And so now I've gifted you doubt, and you'll go home, and then you'll think about it a little bit later on. Like, damn, when he asked me that, I didn't actually really make too much sense. Yeah. When I like, I like, I, I definitely lied to that nigga. I really hoped that that lie went over, and he believes me. <laughs> but damn, I, that was definitely a lie. Like, I really didn't make sense. And then you get someone thinking more. You're like, well, maybe that it does make sense, and maybe, and it seems like a small thing. But there have been people that have been talked out of racism. There have been people that have been talked out of bad ideas. Yeah. Like, because a bad idea, is, it's, it's simply that. It's just like, it can be cancerous for sure and spread and make other things terrible for you. But, like, you can extract a bad idea. Or you can beat a bad idea with a better idea. Like, that can happen. Yeah. So, anywho, not to, again, say that that is what my goal is to change them or convert them. But if you were going to do it, that would still be the way to do it. Right. To not come in there combative and judgmental. Like, it would be to just curiously ask questions. It's it's just called challenging them through Socratic method yeah. is, what, is what that is. But that also takes... A certain individual. Oh yeah, yeah, no, like, no, no. Not okay. everyone's just gonna listen. I'm sorry, because you, you please do that, because I don't ever want it to come off sounding like just go do that. No, no, no. Okay, like, I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that aspire to have that trait, and they like to think of themselves as having that trait. Like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna hear them out, but at some point, something's gonna trigger you mm. if you already if you already know that yeah. there's, there's disagreements between you two uh. on certain topics. Mm. So see, for yeah. someone to really sit there and and just put them, you know, put yourself in their shoes and hear them out is hard because at some point you're just you're you're ready to fire back, right? Because you're automatically defensive, yeah. but you're telling yourself, "Hey, don't be defensive." Right. But at the end of the day, you're human. And you so, know, if you don't have control of your emotions, it's going to come out. There we go. And so, I guess that's kind of what when she asked me this question, what it was I was answering. Yeah. Because when it comes to people just being able to talk, again, I don't hear too often that people feel comfortable speaking with their friends and their family about things, so they go to therapists, which right. is it's a fine idea to do that, mm -hmm. right? And and that's the whole point. But I don't really struggle too much from that perspective. Yeah. I don't, as you said, really have too many people that feel like or tell me that they don't feel like they can talk to me about things. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though it's because I don't come from this place. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was kind of telling her when it comes to being impressed upon an individual's openness and just, just being able to l look at things from a different perspective because you are not walking into conversations with a jersey on yeah. you know what i mean like i rep for th this, this team yeah. like you're just not doing it mm -hmm. like, you don't have a horse in the race yeah. you don't have a dog in the fight like you're just you're just there 
and you're just you're just listening. Yeah. You know, if you can get to that point, then yeah, I think that it, it just it really, really makes being around other people so much more enjoyable. Yeah. So much more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. And I'm not I think it's funny, like going back to what I said earlier. I generally I think I'm good at that. Mm. And to back that up, I the reason I say that is because I have a lot I have a vast group of friends, like of different cultures, different age ranges. Um completely just it's it's like a it's a misfit of, mm -hmm. of like a just a big like mix of people, you know. Right. So I think I I get it from that. Mm. Whereas like I, I grew up, I've moved around a little bit, I've met different types of people, different backgrounds. Um and it, it allowed me over the years to really just take a step back and see where these people are coming from. I've and in in the end, like yeah, I've been burned sometimes with um you know, putting myself in their shoes too much mm. and um you know, trying to welcome them in, welcome them in to a certain light or a certain vision or a certain perspective, um, and ultimately you see like it's it's kind of weird because you'll get to a point where you you try to be in their shoes and you kind of try to give them perspective, um, and they hear you out, but at the end of the day they still they're still gonna do what they want to do. Yeah, you know. And it, but it's weird because sometimes it doesn't it doesn't align with maybe a big value that I have, right? And it kind of you come to a cross a, a path, you know, where you guys cross paths. It's like okay, how are we still friends? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like, how yeah, are we still yeah. friends if we have such a like? I I I sat here and I I heard you out. You heard me out. Mm. You understand my perspective, and you are acknowledging that like what I just said is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I'm still not gonna agree with that, which is fine. But th I think there's on there's certain issues that you just can't come. You can't just you, oh, be okay. friends and walk away and be friends after that. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. Yeah. I mean, everybody has those. Everybody has their their non-negotiables. I guess mm -hmm. is yeah. is what that is. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah there are gonna be certain things because there's also again a a matter of time involved, and. Seeing someone every once in a while when you see them is one thing, and then whatever it is that you feel like you need that comes attached with being a close friend with someone, yeah, however long or however many times you see that person in a month or you spend on the phone with them or text messages sent, that's a completely different thing. So, really, what it comes down to is how much time am I really like willing to give yeah. you? And I, I think that's that's what it is, unless you're just talking about. Being so diametrically opposed at certain points where you don't even want to ever see that person ever again. No, I don't like, think I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, but I think it's just like like big, you know, points of you know that that just topics that that are that are pretty big, mm. um, in between individuals. And I think for me, I've just learned how to deal with people a certain way. Mm. Like, hey, I know I'm not going to change their perspective, but I also value maybe the things that we've had in the past. Mm or our friendship or whatever it is that it's also not worth it for me to cut it off. Mm. So it's going to be one of those things where I just have to learn how to deal with them a certain way. Yeah. You know, yeah. Avoid certain topics, just mm. kind of let's, let's keep it over here. Let's not go over there. Right. Um, because I still enjoy that person, mm -hmm. you know, on, on some level.
Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you do have to. That was also another part of the conversation I was having. Um, so hold on. So going back. So she said, "What? What does it feel like to meet someone as amazing as you?" Or, or no, or just have I been impressed with impressed. someone in the same That's way that said, I have yeah. with myself? So what was your answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just. Again, that's why I had to preface it with the fact that I've been very impressed with people and a lot of the things that they do. But in the specific way that she was asking me, mm-hmm. the answer was no. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't. I don't really normally just don't get So what that impresses feeling. you then? What impresses me about yeah. people? Just, yeah. just like, one, things that humans can do. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I get, I, like, there's not much... Think about the things that you can do. Like it's only but so many. Like yeah. what like what do you you have to put a certain amount of time into things to be like really, really fucking good at it. Right. So we just can't be that great at that many things. Mm-hmm. So most of the time when somebody's just like, yeah, I do this thing, I'm like, wow, really? So that's cool. You fucking dance ballet or you fucking play violin in an orchestra, like a fucking 40 piece orchestra. That's awesome. I'm just talking to this chick the other day. She's fucking amazing. I might even just throw her link in here just just to do it. But her name is Amelia. And she plays in this like this orchestra. She play goes around and plays in a bunch of different orchestras. And she's been doing it since she was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And I was telling her that it's awesome to talk to a musician, right? Especially in of her discipline, specifically because I think that there's something um just super profound about harmony. Like what harmony is and how it seems like no matter what it is in life, humans are trying to chase that. But to be able to speak to a musician about it, I feel like she could speak to me through musician words, but speak to me about life that way. Sometimes that's what I'll do. When you talk about me driving conversations, sometimes I'll get someone to speak about something that they really enjoy. And then them speaking about that, they're really speaking on a much bigger picture thing than they know that they're actually speaking on. So I'm listening like a couple different conversations at the same time is, you know, so that happens a lot. That's one thing I'm impressed upon, by the way. Um, And she's just saying that she's not a spiritual person at all. But when she's up on a stage with all these different musicians and they start playing, that's that's the closest that she ever gets. And she says that there are times when they're playing fucking music and midway through the piece, like something clicks and everyone and everyone agrees upon this thing. She's spoken to these people and that everyone agrees that there is like a true harmony that takes place because yeah. the whole time we're listening to it and we don't fucking right. like we don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like if Beyonce is on stage and she dancing and she slips a little bit, she's going to keep it moving. Yeah. We're not going to know. Yeah. We're not going to know because she's too good and we're not well versed enough to be able to catch those things. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. We're li- we're at an orchestra or whatever. You know, we're at a fucking concert and this orchestra starts playing and we're probably listening the whole time. Like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're playing and they're just like, no, nah, this isn't it. Yeah. Nah, that's not they're it. They're probably, after the show, they're probably going back like, fuck. Like, but but fuck. sometimes she's talking about how many issues people have behind stage. Yeah. Just like you would in any business, yeah. right? Like this person fucking slept it. with this person's wife. Yeah. Now they about to fight in the back. Yeah. Yeah. This person's trying to step on their solo every week when yeah. they have a when they have a fucking recital or something like that. So it's just all these things are going on, all this drama, but still through the music, 
they'll find like this this part where they all and this is what's spiritual about it like they all leave their ego behind and they try to reach for something greater than themselves mm -hmm. which to a lot of people is some semblance of god yeah right the the thing that is the entity the the meaning the purpose the moment that is far beyond my puny self go for it <clears throat> no it, this is kind of off track but you, when you first mentioned the word she she's not a spiritual person or the words that you yes the sense that you that you just said I got hung up on the spiritual part. Okay. Because that's been something that's been on my mind a lot the past few months. Because I'm reading this spiritual thing, um, this word on the internet almost every single day. Oh, you're just saying you're just seeing the word yeah. spiritual. And not oh, from yeah. like a like I'm just seeing and it's really a lot a lot of girls will post this, oh, you know, I'm spiritual, or like, you know, like, or memes that, you know, indicating that they're a spiritual person, or like these buzzwords of oh, manifested, like, you know, all these things of like, I'm, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, one, now I've just kind of lost touch with the, with the words, you know, spiritual beings. Yes, yes, yes. Because when I really like dig in deep and think about the meme or whatever they just posted, I don't even know if you would call that a meme because it's not a meme. Is supposed to be funny, right? I, I suppose. Uh, I'm certain that yeah, I guess most Mo memes a meme are funny. Supposed to be funny, yeah. so a post, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it has some type of spiritual acknowledgement. I'm like, so really, it's just like you believing in God. Like this is what it's coming down to. But like, why is it being removed? And from that, and it's kind of just like, oh, like I'm just gonna speak it into existence, that type of thing. So like, I'm just kind of like. What are we on right now? Oh yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's every dude. There's got to be a million different like denominations of. But see the the example that you gave mm -hmm. with that girl, that yes, that's spiritual to me. Like I get that. I get what she was saying when it was all you know. Every, everything came together and it was all in harmony. Yeah. Right. But it's this but, context but the, but the but the post you yeah i'm just in. like what are, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> at the end of the day all you're saying is like you believe in god and you prayed for it mm -hmm. but it's like oh yeah it's like no it I, so they would so they would be probably thinking the same thing if they were looking at you if they were listening to you they'd probably be like if you say i pray to god or you know i believe in god and i prayed for it they'd be like oh okay so like you're spiritual and you believe in a higher being and you manifested it but there has to be a distinction no, I don't really think. No, I think that the distinction is a fake one. I think the distinction's a fake one. I think that it's all the same shit. I think that everyone's really speaking about roughly the same things until you get into the details of what you believe from like, as far as story goes mm -hmm. in any sort of holy text or whatever the case yeah. is. Now, if you read, you know, the King James version of the Bible and you stand by those words that went through in that book and you're like, this is what happened. Yeah. King James said... That this is what happened, yeah. so this is what happened, and if you stand by those, then that's a that's a slightly different thing. Yeah. You could still say, in the same regard, it's something higher than you. It's something to reach for. It's an aspiration. You'll never quite get it, but what do they say? Like reach for the stars, so you land on a cloud, right? Yeah. Like so, it's it's that sort of you mentality see, that I get. But it's more so, I guess, where I, where I get hung up on is like, oh yeah, like I spoke this into existence, like I put it out into the world and manifested it. And I'm like, okay, like that's cool that. 
You know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just more so to me, it's like ultimately like what you're saying is in, in other words, you know, you prayed for something and, you know, this is... You're, you're just wondering why the vernacular is changing. Yeah. Well, the vernacular is changing because people don't like those the older terms. Right, like because they feel like if it if it's God, then they're pigeonholed into like, oh, well, what God are you speaking of yeah. exactly? And then they have so to answer that as opposed more to just more secular. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you can say spiritual, and now you don't have to really answer too many questions. Actually, but the funny thing is, is you still have to answer questions because yeah. people are like, well, what does that mean to you? Yeah. So now I'm I'm over here with questions <laughs> like, all right, what are we talking about here? Oh yeah, you'll never know. <laughs> you'll never know because everyone's idea is going to be vastly different. Yeah, because now I have questions. Like, do you believe in God? Like, <laughs> well, when you again, when you put it that way, they're going to be like, "Well, what do you mean by God?" <laughs> but see, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> You're like, just going to go round and round. That's why I'm just like, "Do you mean Jesus?" The, but the, do you mean Allah? Like, exactly. do you mean like I, who are you? What are we talking about here? Are you talking about Zeus, yeah. nigga? Like, yeah. what are you, who are we talking about? And then astrology comes into play. Yeah, and it's like, I believe in the stars. I fucking, you know, I'm waiting on a prophecy to be fulfilled. That's when I just run away. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, again, man, I, I, but but for me, though, I'm willing to, if I got some time, I'm willing to go down the rabbit hole. Because I want to know why it is you think you know what the fuck it is you, because at the end of the day, a lot of it just has to come down to fear. Right. And I know that from the jump. It's if I don't believe in this fucking thing, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, that's really what it comes down to for a lot of people. If you don't tell me that this shit means something right now and I'm just not supposed to understand it, but there's some entity taking care of all of us and things happen for a reason and we're all going to end up somewhere in paradise or whatever. If you don't tell me that shit. I'ma lose my I'ma slap this bitch in his house. I'ma go down to the store. I'ma steal something. I'ma run my I'ma like I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. And a lot of people are on the fringe. A lot of people like you don't know exactly what it will take for them to snap and do something. Like you don't know. You, we live in like this world where we're in, and we're in fucking air conditioned houses and we sleep on nice beds and we get up and we got a fucking car and it takes us places and we're not dealing with like a whole lot of like real, 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 super yeah. real shit. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't exist. And if you ever are confronted with just raw data, just like how the world really is, it will fuck some people up Absolutely. and you forget because again we're all in just regular american society yeah. but even within that there's some places where the shit gets really rough and yeah. you see some people working on a different type of time yeah. no and that's why i appreciate and i make it a point to go back to africa every year right like it humbles me every single time mm. and i have like that like this hangover for the first month or two where i'm just like yeah i'm not buying that Uh, I don't want those pairs. Like, I just completely, like, go the opposite way. Yeah, because I'm just like, man, what I just saw, what I just experienced. Yeah, like, it'd be negligent of me to just just come back here and just start bawling. Like, you know, sometimes you don't have hot water or you don't have water or, you know, just, just, you're going, you're really in the trenches, right? And it's like, that kind of puts a different perspective. And sometimes I'm like, when I'm about to complain about something that I know I shouldn't be complaining about, it's like, (laughs) Let me just check myself right now. Because you get caught up in this society because, like, you're comparing yourself all the time to other people or, like, 
what society deems as like, hey, this is like a a passing grade of what you should be doing when it comes to any facet of life, right? And yeah, you want to achieve to be better all the time, but sometimes you kind of got to take a step back and be like, all right, at what point is it enough? Mm. Or is it more than enough? I should just be thankful for the, the basics that I currently have here. Like, yeah, that house over there is nice, but you know what? Like, and maybe I can't afford it, mm-hmm. but it's like, but why? Why am I doing it to be to impress who? Bro, to be flashy for what? Love yours by J Cole. Everybody go yeah, check it out. It, yeah, <laughs> but it's just, dude. I, <clears throat> yeah, man. It, it's that's a really rough trap to get, and that's exactly what it is. It's a fucking trap, mm-hmm. and people get ensnared by it every single day. And so, it's so, and it's so funny too, man, because. This is this is another one of those things where it's funny to me that some people are able to gain wisdom just easier than others. Like the, it's like some people are more susceptible to gaining wisdom than others. It seems like all of the fucking answers in the world have already been discovered. Been, yeah. Like we already have all the answers, <laughs> but we are so stupid. Yeah. We like. Nah, nah, me though. Yeah, it's gonna be different. <laughs> it's gonna be different. For me. I'm gonna go figure yeah. it out, right? So this whole like money does not bring you happiness. Yeah. Everyone, we've been hearing it from the dawn of time. Yeah. Nobody ever gives a shit about that. Yeah. They're like, nah, I'm gonna get mine yeah. and then I'm gonna be this. Yeah. And then they get there and it's like, ah, okay. See, like it's cool. Yeah. It can grant things. I can make opportunities from it, but- That'll make you happy. Yeah, like that can make me, that can bring yeah. more happiness to me, yeah. right? But the money, gaining the money, just getting a large lump sum of money right now, that doesn't necessarily take you to a happy place. I mean, maybe instant gratification. So in that yeah. moment, yeah, you'll be really fucking happy. Yeah. But just throughout life, we've seen too many people still bring with them to the money all of the issues that they ever had. And it just doesn't eradicate that. Yeah. Well, because it's an outside issue that you can't control. The money is not going to fix it. No. That come into your life and you got to deal with it. I mean, it could be death, sickness, whatever it is. Like, those are things you can't control. Yeah, you know? your, your, your relationships with people probably yeah. get even more difficult. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's, yeah, no, it's it's a weird fucking trap. I think that gratitude... It's, like, it's been like my favorite word for a while now because joyfulness and happiness is cool, right? But that's one of those things that's like fleeting. Mm-hmm. But to feel peace is a completely different thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? To just be able to just be serene yeah. and relax and be grateful for things in life is, is I think it's so much more sustainable. Yeah. It's so much more something to anchor yourself to. Mm-hmm. And when... Yeah, I think that's just a very good way of looking at it. Like, yeah. whatever is going on, whatever I got, I should really, really be grateful for that thing because yeah, right. I just don't know when that shit dries up. That's this. That was supposed to be one of the lessons that everyone was supposed to learn through going through anything catastrophic like the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Anytime anything like that happens, people act a certain way for a little while yeah. or maybe it awakens them for a little while and then the shit gets all right. So then we go, we slide right back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I have- the amount of friends I had, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm about to settle down. I'm about to get married. Like, this, I'm good. Like, this, I, That's I just, hilarious. I realized, like, you know, I'm good. I just, I don't need, I don't need to be outside. I don't need much in life. I just need a good woman. And then now, 
That's fucking. <laughs> they hilarious. are outside. Damn, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. Some people are gonna, yeah, they're gonna slide back. Yeah. But but you know, you never know. They might need that time, and then you know it'll happen again in some other way, and yeah. it'll be like, damn, I thought the last time was. It's equivalent to people going out and getting drunk when they, you know, they go out places and they get way too drunk and they're like, I'm never fucking doing this shit. Yeah. Like, I and fucking hate it. And then, right back at it. Yeah, right, right back at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just people. Once you feel better, you feel better and you like, you yeah. feel like you're ready to go. But when you're sick, like really sick for whatever reason, it'd be, you know, alcohol poisoning or food poisoning or any sort of sickness. All I've ever been able to think, because I don't get sick often. So when I do, I think about that shit. Yeah. Anytime I've ever gotten thick, sick, all I think is, I don't ever want this shit to ever happen ever again. Yeah, I I'm going to do my best to make sure that this shit it's don't miserable. happen again. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm I, like all I can think about is doing healthy things. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think about. Like man, I'm gonna eat me a fucking bowl of fruit. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm gonna get in this gym, man. I'm gonna stretch. Like that's just what I'm gonna do. That's just what I'm gonna do. It's funny. They always say. When it comes to sickness, men are so, so weak. <laughs> like we could be sick, but we really make it out to be even worse than what it actually is. That's funny. And I kind of find it to be true because sometimes, like when my dad has been sick, like <laughs> I've seen him, like just fake an extra injury. <laughs> like, why is your leg not working right now? <laughs> like now he's walking with a limp. I'm like, bro, you have a cold. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> you have you have a cold. Why is your leg not working? That's crazy. Psych- but psychosomatic. But that, yeah, that happens. But like in your head, you kind of convince yourself, I'm sick. I'm down bad right now. I can't do anything. Yeah. And oh yeah, I just yeah. Someone came on the pod recently. I won't say who. And like they're you know a friend of theirs came with them, and that guy was saying that he has a sister, I believe. Uh, that is being diagnosed with autism, mm-hmm. I believe. I believe I'm getting this right. But she wasn't diagnosed before, and she was doing like all sorts of things. And then afterwards, it was like, oh, I can't do that anymore. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, you do, mm-hmm. like, what do you do this whole time? She's like, no. she's, she's like, no. She's like, yeah, she's, she's like, no, not anymore. Yeah. But really, she could. You've been. Yeah. You just didn't know. And like now yeah. you've put this limiter on yourself, you yeah. know? So yeah, that is, that's a, yeah, yeah that's weird. Yeah. No, nah, it's crazy. But like, we probably all do, like do that or have done that at some points in time. Like we just, no, no, that's a fact. We've all limited ourselves oh, from sure. doing things that we could have done because you don't, you like, you don't see yourself that way. Yeah. Or you don't care enough to. Yeah. Like it's crazy when someone comes up to you. That's why I think complimentary, like well thought out compliments are really nice. Mm. Because when somebody tells you something and gives you a perspective on like yourself that you've just never really considered before. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're like really good at that thing. Like you should, you, like, you should do more of that. You're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like it just, you just never really considered yeah. that thing before until someone tells you that. Yeah. And it could be the other way too. Like, man, you're really fucking annoying when you do that thing. <laughs> so, oh, shit, really? <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess I should change that thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like so it's just it's just interesting getting these these external sort of you know, commentary. Yeah. I love people, man. <laughs> I do, man. It's so it's so great. It's so great opening up to so many different people cuz again, I didn't used to do this podcast with anyone. Yeah. But opening those up to so many people is just like it's propagated so much growth. A, but you have a good art for conversation mm. 
And I do look at it that way. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it's a, it really is hard. Like, not everyone's going to be able to do it. Because you can meet great people, but their conversation isn't the best, right? Yeah. Or they are limited to certain topics. They're, you can't just bounce off the wall. And, Man. But that doesn't make them a bad person. Or it's just like, so it, it really is an art. That limited to to certain topics thing is... It's interesting. All right, so here, let me let me say this. So I had uh, one of my Congolese friends a long time ago. Mm-hmm. He said this to me, he, and this is this is gonna go over very well. But he was like, "Hey man, he's like, why does it seem like I can't have as open of conversations as I would like to with like a group of black dudes?" as I can a group of white dudes. Mm. Now again, we got to keep in mind that he's this specific person probably within certain specific circles in a very specific location. So that's the pool that he's working with, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but that was his observation. Mm. He was like it seems like when I talk to black dudes, it has to be about certain things. Yeah. Like we're going to talk about sports or we're going to talk about this very specific sort of music taste that we're talking about or this shit we saw on Twitter, or yeah. like it's gonna be hit yeah. certain pockets, and we're not really going outside of that. He was like, but it seems like when I hang out with my white friends, like someone's just gonna start talking, and then it's just whatever comes from that, yeah. just whatever sort of conversation about anything that anyone can bring up or that correlates with what is happening, and makes sense. Like we're just gonna have that conversation, and I always thought that that was interesting that he asked me that. You know, I mean, I was like, well, listen, I don't know who the fuck you're hanging out with, man. Like, I, like, I don't know. But that is interesting. And I have given it some thought afterwards as to the types of people around me that do have those those limiters on what it is they're willing to talk about. Yeah. And if you start talking about something outside of that, they just, like, get quiet. They yeah. don't inc- to, they don't inquire. Yeah. yeah, because the input thing I could see. Like, if you don't feel yeah. like you have something, or asking. you can't draw a parallel. Yeah. But the curiosity, like, I, isn't there. is not there. Yeah. It's like, no, you got to bring it back over this way. And until you do, like, I'm just going to be like, yeah. word. Yeah. You know, so I just thought that that was very interesting. But, so, this guy mm-hmm. from the Congo, right, you mm-hmm. said, was he new to the States? Uh, at that point in time, he had probably been there for, like, probably, like, seven years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, the reason I asked that is because... Africans in general have a um, keep it real. I, I don't know if was was this. I know if I talked to RJ and, and Julian. I think as well about this before. I don't know if it was you. I may have, but Africans have a perception of black people in America. Yeah, <clears throat> and they look up. I want to say they look in in, in some capacity. And I think it's, I mean, it, I, I would say it's changing now, but in some capacity, especially the older generation, looks up to the white man. Mm-hmm. And so it could literally be a white guy and a black guy doing the same thing, but it's like, nah, the white guy's doing it. It just looks different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the reason I asked that is because um, Africans come here to America and they view black people as like, oh, well, why aren't you guys, you know, doing this? Or you're not going to school. Or you're not doing this and that. It's like I came from Africa. I worked hard. I I drove a taxi. Yada yada yada. And mm-hmm. then I put my kids through school. And um, 
so they distinct they kind of separate themselves they're like i'm not black yeah you know i'm from such and such country yeah yeah and they have this like thought I mean, which which makes sense. I mean, they are from such and such country, yeah. like with a completely different upbringing and all that sort of stuff, and not the same history mm-hmm. necessarily as us. So, you know, I mean, everybody came from some sort of slavery at some point in time because yeah. people were enslaved all over the world yeah. from all different sorts of people. Uh, but the way that it took place here, you know, just happened to be between white Americans and, and yeah. the blacks, right? Yeah. So I was told the other day by... Three African women, I think from Liberia. See, uh, this is this is what I like. Like you, in the, just in the past what thirty minutes, whatever have we've been talking for, like you, the amount of people you've mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> like the other day, it was two two women at yeah. dinner or whatever. Well, those were two different dinners. Two different dinners. <laughs> yes. And then now you talking about <laughs> three, <laughs> three two African what, two or three, three 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 African, African women, women from yeah. Liberia. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really like talking to people. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, they they told me they were like, "Yeah, can we ask you a personal question?" Yeah, I said, "Yeah," and they're like, "Are you from you from Africa?" <laughs> I said, "No, yeah. I'm from Northern Virginia." Yeah, right. Like, I mean, it, like eventually you go back far enough. Yeah, I'm certain yeah. it comes from there. But no, she was like, "Oh, I'm from Liberia. Like we all are." I just I could have swore. Like, you just, the way you wear yourself, right? She probably tried to tell your ancestors are from Liberia. She was like, you should do a 23 and Me. Yeah, like, you I should really it. do. She was it. like, the only thing about that is now, like, your dad is out there. Like, I don't know if you want to do that. But if you're okay with that, then you yeah. definitely should. Because I think that I have a pretty, like, real feeling that it's going to be from, like, this area or something yeah. like that. And I was like, okay. They're like, yeah, because, you know, it's like, because we saw you and it's just the best things come from <laughs> Africa. <laughs> the best things. And then the next thing she said, I was having a conversation with someone else and I was telling them, think about if this had come from, because you going to get a pass because you're African. Right. But, if but should you get a pass, yeah. even though because you're African, right? So that's something, that's a question. But if you were white, even as a white African, you might not even, this might not even slide. So it's mm-hmm. funny just how people like move the goalposts depending upon what you look like, whatever. Yeah. She said, you know, you're just like like one of just like the good black American man. You're the good black American man. Like we you know and I was like, man, just imagine a white woman coming up and be like, I just want to let you know. Yeah. You are you're one of the good black not, American men. It was like good blacks. Wow. You know, and she said that with with like no sort of thought at all, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that you could tell there was no reproach in herself for that thing. There was no hesitance at all. Like it just it just flew out because clearly she doesn't feel any sort of way of saying that thing because she probably feels protected by her blackness speaking to another yeah. brown skinned person, mm-hmm. right? Even though she disconnects from these other brown skinned people because I'm African, I'm from Liberia, I'm not that. So even though, and so that's what's kind of like interesting is we can disconnect, but when things make sense for us to be together Mm -hmm. or come together, then it's all good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, yeah, it's an interesting thing because again, like black people, like African people don't have like our past 
but they don't get shit for saying niggas. Mm-hmm. Like Hispanic people say niggas, like, yeah. and that's not like crazy to a lot of people. Yeah, you know. So it's 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 it's, it's interesting again, just like where that just. Yeah, just where well, certain privileges and allowances rest. Yeah, well, because nowadays, I mean, that word isn't more so like a derogatory type of thing. That's funny because it's a cultural word. A lot of people don't feel that way. Yeah. Uh, like one, a lot of older black people yeah. feel like but that's, no that's what I'm one in should this say generation it. now. It's looked at as like, oh, that's that's my homie. That's, that's some, my and you know what's funny too? Because my dad sent me some shit on Instagram. He, th- he must have thought it was the illest shit ever, but. It was like this UK rapper, this black guy that was talking about. I think he was at Oxford, and he was talking to them about because some white, white, some white girl in the crowd was just like, "So, what do you think about the N word being used in rap music? And like, do you feel like it's okay? Do you feel like we should be able to say it if we're rapping the lyrics? Like all this sort of stuff." And he's like, "Well, I guess what I should say is, and this isn't exactly how I said it, but one, he doesn't understand sort of like how I don't. The, I mean the." No, I do understand it. The fascination with white people wanting to say it. You, you want to be in on some shit. Like, it, mm-hmm. it sounds cool, but again, it was it was never a part of your vernacular growing up, so it's going to come off sounding really goofy and really <laughs> fucking weirdly, awkwardly placed in sentences. Right. And so that's just like a weird thing to just like want to have a hold of that thing. But I understand why you would want to have a hold of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, he does not buy into this idea that the word has evolved through time. He's like, if you go into the history and you understand the history of it, it is nothing but a derogatory term. It is nothing but just terror. Right. Terror. And <clears throat> my dad sent me that, and I'm just like, nigga, that shit went deep. <laughs> like, nigga, that was not a deep. Like, why'd you send me this? Like, what his his issue is, and this is my thing, is like people, this is why I'm not impressed by this part of people. People just move the goalposts for when things are convenient to them. So you're telling me that words do not evolve is what you're saying. Yeah. That's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Words don't evolve through time? Because you, you don't believe that that word can change. So why is it that there is just this one word in the English language that can't change, but there are all these words throughout millennia that have just changed in definition and utterance throughout time? Man. That's just That's just words. That's yeah. just... Words change. Yeah. Like we don't use the same again, my favorite one, which is conversation, used to mean the way in which one behaved themselves. So therefore it was your behavior or your conduct. That's what conversation meant. Yeah. That's not what how we use it. It's not even close to how we use it today. It's, it's funny that you that you just said that because um I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago and he told me that he's more so scared to say the word faggot mm. than he is to say nigga mm. nowadays. Yeah. And that's a perfect example of how words change over time. Mm. If you look back to old movies and shows, like, <laughs> they're like, oh, that nigga's a faggot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, throw it all together. You just yeah. kind of like keep it moving. I miss those days. I'm not going to lie to you. Man, don't get me started. The best <laughs> movies can't, like the best comedies, we'll never get like great comedies no, ever again. Now it has to be censored. Yeah, all those like the super bads, the knocked yeah. up, the 40 year old virgins, yeah. the forgetting Sarah Marshalls, like all the old like super raunchy. Yeah, like fucking faggot. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get that punchline. The hangover. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know what's funny is in the movie The Barbarian, mm-hmm. that word is said. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's like a close up on a guy's face, and he says it, and you could tell that it was like it was a scene used 
for you to have comedic relief and at the same time dislike that guy a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was definitely what that was used for. Yeah. It was like, okay, we all right, this guy's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Like, when's he going to die? Yeah. You know, like that type of thing. Yeah. But in that moment, it was hilarious because of how douchey he was. Mm-hmm. Like, you're still saying that that way. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like really, really funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love the punchline, though. Yeah. No, it, it's. Yeah. It's, for a punchline, it's hilarious. Like, my, one of my favorite shows is The Wire. I'm sure mm-hmm. you watched it. Yeah. And like, that word was used a lot. It was, yeah, it was different, you know I mean? man. But like, that was just. Now you can't, you will never get a show like that where, no, no well, not in a show like that in, in general. You won't get a show like that because that show was like one of the greats, but that's, yes. uh, that's another topic. But you won't get a show where they're going to be able to just openly say that word. Yeah. Because one, one, you know, one person starts saying something on Twitter, oh, like, look, you know, how they're saying or what they're doing, the show is this, and you get canceled and you only have one season of the show now. Yeah, I, <laughs> right, exactly. And that <laughs> shit had wild potential. Yeah. Yeah, no, my thing is, I, again, this is another one of those perspective jumps. I completely understand why everyone feels mad about all these words, mm-hmm. right? I was thinking about this for some reason on my way to sleep last night. I was thinking about people calling people words, like people calling them names. Yeah. And like why, one of probably the many reasons as to why it doesn't bother me being called a name. Yeah. <laughs> I think that when you... Again, everything comes down to a matter of space and time. You have a certain amount of space in your mind that like you can do anything with in any given moment of time. Yeah. Like if you're having this conversation with me right now, you also can't play basketball. Right. Like there's just a bunch of other shit you're not going to be allowed to do. And if you don't know how to focus there's so much I have to do to talk about always has to do in some deep way with like meditation and focus. Because if you don't know how to focus on that thing, then you're going to be swept up by a bunch of other things, mm-hmm. right? That you probably ought not be spending your time thinking about. There is way too much going on in my life to where if someone called me a name, I have to take time out of what I, how I'm living my life yeah. to try to address this or be angry about it or go try to... Like, I just don't have... I mean, I guess I could make the time because like a lot of people make the time to do it, but like I would never make the time to do that yeah. because that's like I have. There's so many other cool things to do, yeah. like with my time, and like the days just fucking go by for me. Like I don't have time to to do to do what like get on a Twitter rant <laughs> or like I don't have time to do yeah. that. Like I can't yeah. I can't sit around with you and argue if you're just saying like nonsensical things or you're just trying to be hurtful. Right, because then that just means that you're already in a hurt space, mm-hmm. right? And so now I already understand you. You're, mm-hmm. you're like you're in a hurt space, like, and I don't feel like ever kicking someone while they're down. Right. So like I'm already looking at you, like you're in a vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make me upset. Yeah. I see that this is your way of dealing with the situation. I don't. I don't have time for this. So that's 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 my standpoint on it. Everyone can you know try to figure out amongst themselves whether words should be said or shouldn't be said or how they ought to be said if they are going to be presented in a conversation is should it just be a punchline should comedians be able to say it should musicians should be able to say it i just like to listen to everyone and gain all their little funny perspectives i was there was like a wale song that i saw pop up um i think i was like had like youtube on airplay like on the on the tv 
and I was probably going to look to look up some nerd shit, like some people playing video games or something like that, because I like to watch that sometimes. Um, if they're like really funny people, like you know the RDC guys, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like those guys, like they yeah. play, like they're fucking hilarious, and they play video games. Sometimes I'll just watch them play video games because they're fucking hilarious it's, together. It's, it's funny. I didn't realize like until a few years ago. Uh, when I saw my brother doing it, but there's a lot of people that just sit there and watch other people play games. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's like, fun. it's a whole... It's a whole world. Yeah. Like, everything else is. Yeah. Like, everything has its own world of people doing that thing. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. No, you were talking about the Wale song. Oh, yeah. The fucking Wale song came, came on, and I was like, oh, what's this new Wale song? Like, his dress look nice. He looks well put together. Like, yeah. let me fucking click on this. Yeah. And I click on it, and there are probably some people that are just like, yeah, nigga, them lyrics are real. <laughs> but in the hook, he was like, you know, don't fuck with silent whites or something like that. Oh, or I don't, um, it, oh the, so you know the song. I know the song, yeah. It's, um, uh, what is it called? It was on, not this last album, but the album before that. Okay. So again, I don't know the name of the song. I don't know the lyrics of the song. The, those are the only lyrics that, that stuck with me. It was, yeah. it was something, and again, I even paraphrased that, but it's something along the lines of, I don't fuck with, you know, silent white people or, yeah. or quiet whites or something yeah. like that. Uh, sue me, right? Sue me. Oh, what, wait, no, 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 no. Kelly Price? No, 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 no. It's not that one. No. When he's like, sue, sue me, I'm, I'm, I'm ruined for everyone that's black? No, it's not on that one. Okay. I like that song. Okay. No, no, no. It wasn't that one. I think it must have been on the latest album then. Cause, cause, cause I listened to that whole album, and that wasn't that wasn't one of those. It was definitely a newer song. Mm -hmm. But so I, I love the last album, so I don't know. Oh well, no. Listen, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Listen again. I, I no, I'm saying I, I just don't know that that line or that bar. But but I remember upon as soon as I heard that, like my fucking ears perked up, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I was thinking because I I just I just jump perspectives, and I just thought, whoa, imagine if fucking Macklemore <laughs> or Eminem or somebody went up there rapping. They're not super many to choose from. Fucking Paul was who who else? Uh who else is a white rapper these days? <laughs> no, hold on. He could they're not these are not the only ones. Hold on. I don't know Post Malone, do we even do we even call him a rapper? Not a rapper. Okay. Who else who else is out there? Yellow Wolf, is this a white rapper? I think I've heard that name I've before. Never heard of that. I don't okay. know any white rapper. Um what about the rock star one? Oh MGK? Ja no, no, Jack Harlow. Jack, Jack Harlow. Okay, Jack Harlow. <laughs> Look who we gotta go to. <laughs> Jack Harlow. I don't even know how this nigga popped the way he did. Like, who is this guy for real? Uh, I asked my brother that. Why did he become so big? He said, like, he said his well, maybe a couple albums ago. It was actually he had a good song. Oh, he had a good album. <laughs> he had a good sorry. song. Oh. He had a good album. It was a nice album. And then um, I think he kind of most recently just off of TikTok, mm. um, he had a couple songs that were of real course, cool. On TikTok. Of course, of uh, course. Yeah. And then that's he, why people call him an industry plant because it got planted in TikTok. And then he was hanging out with Drake. Oh yeah, you know Lil Wayne on yeah. the song Tiger, and, and then he not Tiger. I'm sorry, whoa, definitely not Tiger. <laughs> Who's the other dude? Uh, that's um right. Tory Lanez. Tory was it Tory? Tory Lanez, the baby, and Lil Wayne were on the his biggest song remix. Oh, on the um first class that song. Uh, no, no, no. His big like um. See, I don't know anything about Jack Harlow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I just seen him on what's popping. What's, Brand yeah, new, what's pop, the, yeah. yeah, that song. Yeah, I gave his, I gave his last album like a, a listen through, once. I thought it was, it was cool. I had yeah, a couple no. songs on there. Yeah, I didn't do that. And then, um, oh, and then he also had the thing with Lil Nas X that was wild. Okay, so imagine Jack Harlow being like, "I don't fuck with these loud niggas." <laughs> like, 
like it just it just it just it gets a little fucking crazy but that's that's kind of the perspective i understand like where wale's coming from with that like the, the whole being a quiet white person like not speaking up for what i feel like is right or what i feel like you ought to feel like is right which is just justice for all people right yeah. so i like and you know certain white people are told that they got to speak up in certain ways in order for them to be you know alleviated of their duties as like a white person like okay you did the right thing and you can go back to being your regular scheduled white right. person now yeah but i saw i fucking heard that and i was just like wow like that's crazy and it's just, that's just on the tv like it's just on youtube it's a music video and like that's just just cool i think that shit just gets really 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 fucking weird like when i've talked about women harassing men i think that that's really really funny because it's so fucking weird double standards are hilarious that's really what it comes down to like if i have a woman or a group of women say to me as i'm serving them when i was a server something like oh and you smell good too mm, you better get out of here before i do something to you now this now, is if a you group, said that to a woman th- bro it, no not even just me saying that to a woman if it was a group of three or four men at a table saying that to a woman server yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. If someone asks you, oh, hey, how was your breakfast earlier? And you say, oh, we just came here to have a good time. We didn't come here to get pregnant. Yeah. These are all real quotes. Yeah. And if a group of men were asked later, oh, how was your breakfast? And you said, oh, shit, we almost impregnated some girl yeah. over there. Like, just a mat, like, it's yeah. just, it's a completely different thing. So it's funny because as soon as things are presented to me, like, I immediately, put the shoe on another foot and I'm just like yo that is a wild thing if you just shift who said it for a second Mm -hmm. or what that person looks like which is why I was saying that about the Liberian woman do you feel do you feel nowadays you have to um kind of check yourself before or think about what you're going to say before you say it when you're speaking to a woman with how everything kind of gets taken out of context nowadays. Oh, oh, you're talking about something very specific. Okay. I mean, well, not even, I mean, I mean, cause you're talking about at the end of the day, harassment. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, like what, like you just said, the one, what she can say to, to you mm. and it's like, oh yeah, it's whatever you say that to her. It's, and I, now you have an issue with this guy's a creep or, mm. you know, what's funny is see, and, and you know, this could be good. It could be bad, but I do feel like for me, it is a healthy detachment from all these things that I have. Mm -hmm. So like I don't, in my regular relationships with people, I I know I never sense like this awkwardness coming. Like I never feel these moments where there's like the person doesn't necessarily feel comfortable with where we are and and how it is I'm approaching them or talking to them or joking joking with them about stuff. Like I don't, I don't ever feel those those things and there could be i'm open to there being like pockets of of blind spots yeah um but but again i usually work with long-term data Mm -hmm. like so like people certainly again to my purview of things because i'm certain there are a bunch of creeps that don't think that they're creeps but to my purview of things that is not what the world shows me is that that's how i am perceived by people right because it's Do you know what it takes for some people to have women come to their homes? Like, there's a lot of thoughts that women have about 
can I, should I be going to this person's house? Like, that's a real fucking thought. Yeah. Like, who is this person? How do I feel about them? I don't, like, it's weird out here. Like, I just yeah. don't, we just don't look at it the same anymore. Yeah. There are a lot of women that have come to this house. Mm -hmm. And I use that literally and figuratively speaking. Meaning, again, I just don't get the feeling that that's how they feel about me. Yeah. So it, so I don't think that I'm usually, you know, making fouls and just being out of pocket. Yeah. Like, I don't really think that that's the case. Yeah. I don't think that they, again, they get that vibe from me. So you could make the same joke that someone else did and maybe if they said it it'd be creepy yeah you know but because of your overall aura we're not going to take it nearly as seriously as yeah. we did if this other fucking dude said it because yeah. everything else he does is symbolic of being a fucking weirdo yeah. and now he just tipped the scale yeah it comes down i mean like you said your aura your brand yeah um, you know what's funny is like I'm, social media is also like plays a big factor into this when um you know, I've been on vacation, for example, and, um, you know, let's say, I, like, I meet a girl on vacation. We're having a conversation. You could tell, like, you, she's still, like, not comfortable with me because she just met me three minutes ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, but let's say we exchange Instagrams or whatever, and then she follows me on Instagram for maybe, like, a week or so. Now, all of a sudden, next time we hang out, obviously, naturally, you're going to feel more comfortable the second time around, but they kind of have gotten a chance to monitor who you are for the monitor is a good way yeah, of putting it yeah who you are for the for the past week and it's like okay like now i kind of have a sense of what this guy does on a daily basis and i mean a lot of people yeah they flex on instagram and make it they have this fake lifestyle online yes but overall they can kind of get a sense of who you are and then that allows them to be more comfortable how other people yeah. in some way engage with you right like oh, what other guy, people have he's to say like he's validated in a way right like yeah. he actually has friends i look at his friends profiles they're not they don't look they don't seem weird they seem pretty cool yeah so it's kind of like again your brand who you surround yourself with what you're doing on a daily basis where you're going that type of thing um so again if maybe the one thing that i maybe may be able may be able to say that weirdo can't <laughs> right that's that's what it comes that's right. real shit like, i used to um make these weird little videos again with my congolese friend yeah and uh one of them was we just went out to i think a couple different malls and i the whole point of it was he was just gonna film me and i was just gonna walk up to women and ask them like a series of questions um and it was pretty much just are you still of the are you still cut from the cloth of women that would like for a man to walk up to you in 3D life mm -hmm. not just find you on Instagram or what or a dating app but like would you if you if a guy thought you were attractive and he wanted to approach you at the grocery store or at the mall like I am right now would you want him to come do that and most of the women are like yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. And then the follow-up question is, if that's the case, do you want him to ask for a phone number or do you want him to ask for an Instagram account? Mm -hmm. And it was pretty 50-50 from what I did. And the age was anywhere between like 20 and 30, 32. Like, I think that's pretty much the age. I probably 
went and asked like 20 people and yeah. I just I put together this video and I was just running around with like a microphone like t you know uh, attached to my shirt and I'm just in my dudes filming and I'm just going and talking to people yeah. just gaining data like a fucking weirdo yeah. but it, well, it, well, well, most, well mostly that just it was like 50 50 that yeah. you're gonna find a lot of people that are yeah. like no the the phone number's too quick you can't have that yet mm -hmm. you can't have access to that I need the Instagram and then you can follow me and then I'll monitor you as you just yeah. said for a little while. And then depending upon exactly. what I see, I will allow you to follow me back. Then we have the connection. Then we can start speaking. Then you can get the number. Right. And you go that way. And yeah. then some other people are still like, no, come up to me, talk to me and ask me for my number. Yeah. So you just, you know. Yeah, I'm, I would take Instagram. I think there's still a lot of both of those going on. Yeah, but I'll take Instagram any day. Like when you say you'll take it, like you'll take someone yeah. else's, like because you would like to I'd also rather, do the monitoring. Yeah. Okay. Say I need to look at tagged pictures. I, I was about to say, what are you looking for? I need to look at tagged pictures. Who you follow? Like what you're doing? Who am I associating with right now? Who you follow? Yeah. Okay. Are you looking for like blue checks, or are you just yeah. okay? So you're I'm trying to for see blue checks. I'm, you know, like uh, she's gonna be following other people, people other than her friends, right? So, yes. Well, who are these people that you're following? Why are you following? Like why are you following like an extremist? Uh, <laughs> okay, so or like you just this is this is in, this is in depth research because how do you find that person? Like, what if you? How many? This is what I should ask. How many profiles are you willing to click through to try to gauge? Like, it's, if she has one, the, this might even be a thing. If she has like ten k plus followers, are you fucking with her? Yeah. Are, Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that doesn't I'm, matter. But I rather her not. I rather have like ten followers. But like. <laughs> You know, wait. You would rather her have a little, a small amount of followers. Yeah, okay, so yeah. okay, so you're not you're not with that. Not nah, what it like because what does that do? All that's bringing is more attention. Well, depending so, upon, I don't know what this hypothetical woman's doing. Yeah. I don't know if she garners following through that, and that somehow. Yeah. I just talked to someone on the last one that's about to start an OnlyFans page, so yeah. she's trying to get followers up yeah. so she can drive traffic to her OnlyFans page. Right. So it just all depends on right. now. Maybe you don't want to fuck with the chick that has an OnlyFans. Only yeah. yeah, but you might want to fuck with a chick that garners a bunch of Instagram followers and uses that to sell bubble tea that she makes at home. But she's right. but she sells like some sexy images with bubble tea. What, what do we mean by sexy images? Like she's on Instagram and she's like, like in you know she could be like she could be wearing like gym clothes because it's like a. Like a low fat bubble tea or yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. she's gonna be poking her butt out and drinking bubble tea but, and stuff on Instagram. Yeah, this <laughs> she po yeah, she gotta poke the butt out because she's got she's gotta sell the damn thing. <laughs> like you have to On the tippy toes. Yeah, bro, I already, already know. Bro, I, I know was, the method. I was thinking back to a day and age where I was in in I was posting and it's so weird to think about me doing this, but shirtless pictures oh, of myself. My, I, I was doing that at one point, and I went back a few years ago, and I removed all of them. Bro, I was look. I was just thinking about that. I was like, "Damn, nigga, relax. Yeah. Like, what Why? the fuck? Why? Right? Like, <laughs> oh my god!" But uh, like, I was guilty of that too. But what I will say is that there are not really other types of posts that would garner the same type of engagement. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that that was really funny. I was like, I never want to do that. But I remember those posts and those posts always getting so much more engagement yeah. than like something philosophical I'm trying to like right. to fucking talk about. Like, nigga, we don't at, give a fuck at the end of the day, it's like, well, why am I doing this? For yeah, what? Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, like, what am I looking to get out of it? Well, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's either just attention for attention's sake because yeah. you need it because, you know, you're broken inside mm -hmm. and it hurts to not get compliments all day. Yeah. Or, and or... 
you're trying to fucking run a business. Like, the, social media is a business platform. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it, it can be both things or one of the two things. But it shouldn't be regular people running it as a business. That's sh- the part that annoys me. What do you mean it shouldn't be regular like people? A regular person on Instagram treating their profile or their who they are as a business. When you oh, don't- you don't like the whole thing being a brand? What if they have two accounts and one is for their brand and one is for like them? Oh, yeah, that's fine. But what if they don't? But what if they don't want people to know about them? They just want you to just like buy this thing or engage Yo, with this. That's thing. fine. What I'm saying is, is like, Instagram gives them this sense of like, for example, if I see a girl on Instagram, right, and let's say I slid in her DM, she's not replying back to me. Mm. She's not giving me any attention. I meet her in person. Mm. I'm. I know I'm gonna bag. Right. <laughs> You know, it's okay. like if I go up and have a conversation and my, well, all right, let me take this back. In my mind, I'm like, I know I'm going to bag her in person. Like, okay. Because one, she sees me in person. She sees me here. And it's like, okay, there's a thousand people flooding her DMs. Mm. I'm one of one right now in person, face to face, having a conversation with her. Right. So there's a better chance for me to be able to bag her in person mm. than it is on Instagram. On Instagram, it, they, they, brand themselves as like an exclusive kind of um shop i guess you could say or like um place of you know only certain people are invited to this party type Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. and if you're not cut from that cloth or you don't meet the requirements then i'm not even going to give you a chance to reply back or i'm not gonna i'm not gonna entertain you at all and reply back yeah versus in person I've seen it happen so many times to mm. so many guys where I've seen them DM a girl and get no response. But then in person, it's like, now you're in a relationship with her. <clears throat> See, that, and you know, I was on with the guys like a couple episodes ago, and there was a time when I was asking them about like the times in which they were young and felt insecure trying to go up to a, a, a new woman and just proposition her. And what I really got to at the end of the conversation was, Earl, nigga, that was just you. Yeah. Like, you're the only one that would just look at a woman, find her attractive, and then just go over there and just try. Like, the rest of us waited for cues, nigga. Like, the rest of us waited for them to show some sort of social cues that we were being invited in, or they would have to come over. Like, for duty in particular, they had to come back him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my whole thing, as I thought more about that, was... I wasn't necessarily always like if I got cues, I could read them, but I wasn't waiting for them because I also thought, well, how do they know? Like they they don't know if they like me or not. Yeah. Like I have to go over there and then present myself and talk to them. And then we all know if they like me or not. Let them make that decision. Yeah. Let them make that decision. Mm -hmm. But like they don't I'm just across the room. Like they don't know me. You know, so like that was that was always my. Yeah. But. Again, it comes down to the person. Yes. Like for me, I, I'm probably the guy. I'm 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 more reserved. Mm-hmm. So unless I don't get a clear cut cue, right? That's like, hey, come talk to me. I'm not most most like. I mean, I may mm. if I'm super interested, but most of the time I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna put myself out there like that. Mm. And your 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 next question is probably gonna be, well, are, are you scared to take a L? Right? Or you said take. Them. I mean, that's that's a question to ask. I mean, you t- <laughs> you you asked it, so no, because I I always feel like that's that's probably gonna be the follow up. But um, no, it's not that. Like, I don't I don't fear rejection. Mm. 
But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm not in that mindset of like, I'm going to force someone's you know, perception of me or the way they think of me. Mm. So if you aren't interested to begin with, then, you know, then it's cool. Like, it may- and, and so, and so that's my thing is you're talking about interested in the first place, meaning simply just your physical appearance not, to them. I mean, not even just physical. Like, let's say you, you've seen me, my interactions with people, like mm. my conversation, maybe you just like, Oh, like, yeah, he's just, he's just a cool guy. Right, right. guy. Like I'm not, he doesn't stand out to me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Then it's like, why am I going to go and try to like, Oh yeah. If you've, okay. Yeah. 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 If you've just been around someone yeah. and they've gotten to see you in all different sorts of moments and yeah. interactions and like, they're just not interested in you. Yeah. I'm de- yeah. No, there's definitely yeah. no need to try to like force that. Yeah. I thought we we're talking about someone that you've never seen before. That's just over there and you're here yeah. and you have the choice to either walk over there or not. Yeah. I, I still probably won't. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now what's the reason for that? I just, I don't know, man. Like it, I did it once. Okay. I it, actually, no, I've done it twice. But the one time that I dated, I walked up to the girl and I was just like, um, uh, <laughs> like I was like, uh, like you're real pretty. Uh, you know, it was it was a complete mess. Right. I just, I just don't know the energy that I'm gonna get. Well, what did she say? Because maybe she wasn't very gracious. She didn't know how to deal with that. I mean, she, I I got her number. Yeah. But. It was kind of like, here, take my number and just like get away type mm, of thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely went out of my way one time. And it, I mean, it, I don't know if it was like a get out of the way. Maybe looking back on it, it was. <laughs> I don't look back on it. Because, yeah, I just went up to a chick that I, at a bar that I thought was definitely the most gorgeous person in there. Yeah. And I was like, hey, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I. <laughs> Do you was, have a set line? Or you kinda, no. Is it kind of just like you walking up there and you just. I'm about to wing it. Yeah, but I, but but that's that's the thing. I feel like it's got to be that for me. Yeah. I was never one to like to write down my speeches for classes and stuff like that. Like it's just it's gonna be what it is. And so I think that there's something very novel in that. That would that was by the way when I was on the apps the most frequent compliment that I would get is wow I love the originality because it, yeah like I mean. I did use some lines yeah. sometimes, but for the most part, it was, no, it was it was just whatever information I get from yeah. you at the moment, whatever your yeah. bio says. Or Read and react. You, yeah, exactly. That's just yeah. pretty much what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to hit on people. <laughs> no, that's not what we... <laughs> <laughs> that's what the conversation was. Trying, <laughs> like, what, like what that looks like and, and I mean, again... I think that you just kind of have to open yourself to whatever it is. But I just told her, like, yeah, man, listen, I got to be honest with you. I wish I could. I I don't have, I don't, I can't necessarily, I legitimately said all this. I was like, I can't necessarily, you know, like, present you some super high lifestyle that you're already probably not used to living. Um, I don't got a whole lot of followers on social media. Like, I'm not really popping. Like, I don't, like, I don't got a lot of clout. Like, I don't. Nothing. Regular dude. Yeah. I just thought you were the most gorgeous person in here, so I decided I'd come over here and talk to you. And you know. how did she perceive that? Well, once you already had a friend at the table that knew me, it was like, "Oh, is that you?" And I was like, "Oh, fuck, that she is." You. So yeah. that helped, yeah. right? Just knowing someone there and being able to have that <laughs> conversation. But no, she seemed receptive. She seemed cool, but also at the same time, 
there were also 900 other niggas just like pr- like prowling in the yeah. back just like waiting for their turn and i think it was just that all night long yeah. And there was just clearly some realer niggas pulled up <laughs> than me. Have, <laughs> yo, have you ever been ghosted? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was ghosted one time by a chick that was like, I would never ghost you. <laughs> I remember her saying that to me. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, she was like, I would never, like, Earl, like, I would never ghost you. And then there's just like some shit happened and I never heard from her just... ever again. Yeah, man, I get it. I get it. Because again, you're scared. There's a lot of things. One, you're scared to have a conversation. Mm. Two, you may not be there to scare you out of the conversation. You're just like, we're not even at the level, nigga, where I want to, where I feel like it's worth having a conversation with so, you. Sorry, this is before y'all went on a date? Oh, what, that she said that she would never ghost me? Yeah. Oh, no, no, what I'm saying is, so like, have you been in a situation where you've gotten to know someone online, whatever it is, in person, oh. you went on a date? And then been ghosted afterwards. Oh, like you just got the one dater. No, no, no. I if so, I can't remember it. No, no. I usually have awesome first dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on blind like a blind date before. That was really cool. And you just going in completely blind, like you don't know what the fuck. Yeah, but, but no. you're saying you've been ghosted when it's like, oh, here's my number, and then oh, we've been ghosted. Like I've been seeing this person now for like two, three months. Oh, yeah, and then like there's like an argument of some sort or some sort of disagreement, and then I just don't hear from them ever again. That's see, that's see, but that, to me that's almost going back to my question. That's to me that would feel worse than being ghosted after a first date. Oh yeah, for, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, there there's so many factors in it. Because this person, one, the person in particular I'm thinking about, had a lot of issues going on. Mm. I mean, a lot. I mean, they were just up and down. But there's just something that is just undeniably attractive about some degree of psychosis in women. Mm. Like, there's some degree of just, like, someone being a wild person that's kind of hot, right? And so... Sometimes you just you just want a little dash of that, just yeah. a little dash of crazy, just yeah. a, just the dash. Right. Um, she was much more than a dash, right? She was like a cup of crazy. It was it wasn't good, but she was just like she was on Adderall because she had ADHD, but she had to take like Xanax and something <laughs> else like for like anxiety and then the depression and then. There was like a, just so many other things she was, and then she was just doing some other drugs. That she was just it's completely recreational, and this was just throughout the day. Just what it was just a lot <laughs> to see, deal with. See, to me, the dash, the dash of crazy is on you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, boy. Yeah, man. Because because there would be times where I would leave, and I'd be like, "Damn, she crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going it's, back. It's weird, man. It's the thrill. Yeah, man. It's the thrill because there's a lot of me. It's like, how long is this really gonna last? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna go have this little bit of fun. Like, it's dangerous. Like, you know, and I probably shouldn't be going to sleep in this house. But that's wild. Yeah, it was. It was weird. All right, I know we have a we have a hard stop at this point. Yeah. 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 You got you got things to do. Nah. Bro. But it was uh, it was, it was fun having. Have, yes, it was. That fun. was fun. It was fun doing this. Yeah. For Thank sure, you. Bro. I'm glad. Yeah. No more intros. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the intros. And fuck, I'm done with the outros too. Love you guys. All right, (laughs) y'all.